know, it used to be, uh, when you talk about the creative process, that, that's really big. Because, mm. I mean, Bill Maher always goes like, without drugs, there wouldn't be the Beatles. And you're like, no, no, just because the Beatles did drugs, doesn't mean anything. That means, that means uh, the greatest musicians in the world would be guys doing glue on the corner, you know what I mean? It, it just happens to be a correlation, but obviously, most Alcoholics are not creative at all. Welcome to the 1000 Days Sober Podcast. My name is Lee Davy. I am not an alcoholic. I refuse to be anonymous. I am someone that doesn't drink alcohol and I spend every waking moment of my life helping other people do the same lie right now. Today, we're going to bring out a golden oldie if you are listening to this for the first time. We interviewed uh, Norm MacDonald. And if you've never heard of Norm MacDonald before, check him out on YouTube. He is a genius, honestly. Uh, he's a former star of Saturday Night Live. He's had his own Netflix show, stand-up comedian. Canadian? What's a Canadian? Stand-up comedian. Um, awfully, awfully nice fella. Um, I met him in the Bahamas at the Atlantis Resort. He was there playing in a poker tournament that I was a guest at, and I was there to interview him about poker. And he overheard me talking to someone about my coaching. Uh, helping people to become people that don't drink alcohol. And he sidled up to me and said, oh, I don't drink. I was like, really? Do you mind if I interview you quickly about, about that? And he's like, sure. So this interview is a 20-minute, very impromptu, shove a iPhone in front of his uh, face in the middle of a casino. So it's very noisy. You can hear a lot of chips riffling in the background. You can also hear the announcer interrupting us all the time. But it's well worth a listen because he's a funny guy. And I'm just telling you this, after we had done this interview, later that night, he did a one-hour stand-up special in the Atlantis, and he turned our 20-minute conversation around alcohol into a one-hour comedy special. It was hilarious. It was so funny. And it goes to show that you can become uh, at the top of your game and really creative without drinking. Now, there are so many people who replied to this YouTube video uh, when we did this, that he's he's obviously drunk. And when he was doing his stand-up that night, everybody behind me kept saying, this guy's so lit, he's so high on drugs, or he's drunk, etc." But I knew that he wasn't. And it's all part of his act, right? This kind of like the way that he, he, he portrays that he's not kind of with it. It's just all part of his act. He's an absolute genius. So I hope you enjoy watching it, okay? And if you want to be someone who doesn't drink alcohol, just like Norm, and you want to get on board the 1,000 Day Sober experience, or you have a problem with any other addiction, or you just want to get your shit together, find out who you really are, and reclaim your power so you can get the hell out of the matrix, man. Then go over to www.1000daysober.com and sign up for a 30-minute choose-yourself call with yours truly, and we'll see what we can do for you, okay? So without further ado, let me shut the hell up, leave you in the capable hands of the funny-as-fuck Norm MacDonald. Okay. I'll just start again. <laughs> Sometimes I have to radio in the morning, so I'd be up all night. Uh, you know, drinking, and then I have to get up. And so I come back all drunk, and I go, "Can I get a wake-up call for seven? Oh, it's five to seven. I better let you go. You'll be dialing soon." <laughs> so it was interfering with your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. You know, it's, booze is no good. It's like, uh, 
it's like anything else, you know. It, like if you ate a ham sandwich and then threw up for three hours, you were not going to eat a ham sandwich anymore. It's like poison. So, but for some reason, alcohol. It's the worst of all drugs, in my estimation. It's good that you call it a drug, because that's part of the problem. I think it is a problem when they say drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. agree. But uh, it's the only drug that... It's got so many bad attributes. Thinking you're a good driver, that's not a good... (laughs) That's not a good mix. Like, you don't see people on heroin. I'm better. (laughs) I'm a better driver when I'm on LSD. (laughs) But uh, and you think you can uh, fight big people? I always used to not think that I could fight them. I used to fight them. And uh, and, uh, it's also it's got a lot of weird. We're about to start very soon. If you're not ready, please let me know. We can we can be. It's like an old guy doing a story. uh, but it's also the only drug where uh, where uh, alcohol is the only drug where people refuse pretend they're not drunk. Like you know, what I mean, like yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. really, really high on heroin, you don't try to hide it. <laughs> you, know, you let people know in case something happens. So people can be super drunk. They've been drinking all night in front of you, and they go, "I'm not drunk." You're like, but I've been watching you drink, and nothing you say is making any sense. But I'm not drunk. You're like, all right. <laughs> they get angry. I'll tell you this, too, because this is from the perspective of someone who doesn't drink, mm-hmm. goes to bar. People don't like you. Like they, it's almost People don't like, like you when you don't drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like you're, they think you're too good for, well, yeah. you know, you're better than you know, Maybe they're guilty about drinking something. <laughs> but I've met many times, I've been the only server guy. First of all, they're, they're having a better, better time tonight because on your time, they're staying in the class. Like, if you're not drinking, being in a bar is basically sitting at a table for hours. It's great waste job. of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, I've had so many nights in with just guys coming up to me going, Cheer up! What's the matter with you? I'm like, no, no, please. I'm happy. Don't take a wild swing at me. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy, too. The other funny thing, I'm not an alcoholic person. But because I don't drink, everyone thinks I'm an alcoholic. But you must have had a problem yeah. to not drinking the first place. So I always find that ironic. I go to a party, they go, you want to drink? I go, no, I don't drink. Oh. Wait, I don't have a problem. You guys are all drinking. <laughs> You're the one taking one of the top five most addicted drugs in the world. So I go, okay, okay, I will drink, just so you guys don't think I'm an alcoholic. I'll get drunk. Well, yeah, I think it's completely I drank for like, I remember I drank draft beer probably when I was 17 for maybe a year straight or something. And then I quit and then nothing. I didn't have any, anything. But I've known people go to, you know, they say one is too many and that's not enough or something. I've known people that take one drink and then one their eyes get lazy. Dude, my dad's eye always goes lazy. He really? turns into a serial killer. You look, he, what? You, you look at him and you think, he, he could kill me. Oh, I thought you said he actually did. No, no, <laughs> no. Police are getting better at, at, yeah, yeah. at, at catching him, so that's why we don't have serial Have you ever seen 10 Rillington plays? Yes. Well, I was in London. Yeah. Christie. Yeah. He was, Christy. He was, he was Christy a gasser, didn't he? It was Christie, I say. Oh, there was a Welsh guy in that. John Hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, look. I say it was Christie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, One of my favorite movies. Let's talk about the creative process a little bit. I've got a couple. We have a lot of artists in various different forms in our. We call it a movement, right? That we don't. We don't drink alcohol. When yeah. they struggle yeah. around the creative side, they think that they're not able to make music or they're not able. Have to you talked to? Um, um, have you ever spoken with Craig Ferguson? Mm-hmm. Oh, you should. Because he was super. Do you know him from England at all? No, no, no. Do you know who he is? No. He did twelve thirty after Letterman. Right, okay. Scottish. He, he's a Scottish guy, yeah. And he's a serious drinker, like, he's a serious partner, like Russell Brand, like, insane. Mm. And I uh, got it together and that, but uh, I couldn't remember your question. But. What, what, how are you able to perform creatively so bad compared to oh, 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 when you're yeah, yeah. Because some people think they can't perform creatively without drinking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For those of you not listening, I'll say the same thing exactly. This is what it's like to be in a poker tournament. <laughs> so yeah, that's obviously a big problem with drugs and alcohol. Drugs are alcohol. With all kinds of drugs, specifically alcohol, that creative people start to think it helps them. And... Um, Maybe it, when they're starting out, maybe it does. You know what I mean? It, relax, it relaxes you. It allows you to get a different perspective, I suppose. Um, but um, alcohol always uh, gives you the wrong. makes you think you're doing better when you're actually doing the worst. So I knew, because I used to drink on stage, and you just have more fun because you're drunk. So you think you did better, but... The audience wasn't having more fun, but if you watch it on tape, you're going, oh, yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> I'm not saying dope, right? You know, I'm fucking up. And, uh, and also, uh, people, because they party, and then they... Like, if you're partying most of the time... When the dinner comes out of the seat one, 100, 100 lines, three players on the table, dinner, not a lot. Two hundred lines, like, if you're partying uh, all the time, and you're also creating all the time, you think there's a correlation, but there's not. It's causation. It's just you're doing two separate things. And uh, they don't. Uh, obviously, drinking can't help you be creative. It's the opposite. How did you quit? Well, I, I was lucky, because I guess I didn't have the genes or something. And so uh, I just, I was just tired of, like... Really what it was is, like, three or four times something happened where I could have died. Do you know what I mean? Where I just get so drunk that I just walk outside and fall down. Or I get in a fight. Or almost walk in. You know, anything can happen. And uh, that's why I saw having my kid got passed. I feel like that's a window of 16 to 22 or something where, you, you know, you're reckless and drunk driving. So if you can just get through that, and then when you're older, you kind of you kind of dumb and not a disease, but uh, you got to be able to quit what is really a childish thing at some point in your life. You know what I mean? If you're still drinking when you're seven or doing drugs. 
So, you know, you've got to start taking a real, take yeah, away yeah, some awareness. Yeah. Like, a, if, you're on, if you're on stage and you're trying to create the perfect joke or do the perfect, how can you know if you're not, it's the same in life, you're, you're not aware, you're like a fucking zombie. Absolutely, you're supposed to just be, you're supposed to be creating. Mm. Like what I always say, because Salvador Dali said it, said my mantra, I don't do drugs, I am. <laughs> Dali's thing was I create and you get a drug-like experience from me, you know. I alter your perception. And uh, I think that's what people can understand. Art can alter your perception. Music can alter your perception. Swimming can alter your perception. Like table 59 has been thrown for the free massages. So every player on that table receives a free massage. And, of course, the dealer. I always used to. I, I lived on a boat when I was like, 15, uh, Charlotte O'Malley, which is a wife of mine now. It's in St. Thomas, and uh, so every day I would uh, snorkel. And I'm telling you, snorkeling is like like you're on LSD or something. You're in another world. Water gives you sort of an otherworldly feeling anyway. And then, you know, thousand fish come and separate right when they hit you, you know. This kaleidoscopic sort of color. So, you know, everything in life is just if you happen to notice it. I think sometimes some drugs, they take you, they put something in your brain where you don't think about ordinary things, it's about getting food and stuff, and you focus on what's out there. It's not out there because the drugs pass, it's only out there because the drugs allow you to. Uh, Access. I mean, you can do that without drugs and alcohol, obviously. People that are most enlightened uh, can't get it, and they can, like you were saying, appreciate it fully because they're not in care. Yeah, you don't see many. You don't see too many puddings off there. Exactly. Exactly right. Um, and lastly, how does not drinking make you feel? I love not drinking. Like I love a life uh, square on. I think it's uh, fun. It's sort of, to me, like a more courageous way to go. And uh, and uh, it allows you to... Uh, it allows you to see things that you miss, like, you know... That's one thing is people always go, oh, no. you do miss out. Let's say you stop drinking. Like, if I'm in a bar and everyone's drinking except me, I am separated from them, you know what I mean? But in a good way. I think I'm, like, uh, I'm the only guy that's sane in the whole room. Yeah. I'm just looking. Everyone's laughing. No funny things are being said. <laughs> uh, it's just like, uh, I'm just like a sociologist looking at a bunch of monkeys. So uh, I, I think you feel superior. Like, if, let's say you're in good shape, which I've never been in, but I was for two months once. I worked out a lot. I remember going into the writer's room, and I was, like, in the best shape, and I felt, like, so superior to everyone. Like, I don't feel that anymore. But that's how I feel in bars. Like, when... Today we'll be playing eight levels. There's nothing like yesterday. You really want to prove to his employer that he's been in his job. Exactly. He's like, if I don't say anything, they're going to fire me. Yeah, <laughs> 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 better talk into it. <laughs> 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 <laughs
But yeah, like it, you're just uh, you're disabled really when you're on alcohol. You know what I mean? Our registration was still open to the staff to be let me go and have a confirmed number for you. We are working on that as soon as we have a confirmed number. Now he's not even being uh, now he's not even using words like <laughs> incantation, <laughs> an ancient Gallic, uh, I guess Gallic's French Gaelic. Um, uh, so yeah, you're you're kind of disabled when you're on alcohol, and uh, and why disable yourself? Yeah, life's hard enough. You, you talk about you talk about a really important point. Most people don't want to quit alcohol because they think their status is going to decrease. What you're saying is, when you do start drinking alcohol, your status increases. This is you feel like I'm fucking with it. I'm the person in this room who knows what's going on. My I feel better. Not worse, yeah. And, it, and it's that, yeah. and it's that thinking that we need to readjust when we prepare ourselves to stop drinking. This I want people to listen to and take on what norms. You probably have to get different mates, also, because uh, there is, like I was saying earlier, there is. Uh, you quit drinking, or your friends that drink are not going to uh, like that. They're not going to be happy for you. No. They're going to feel you're making a judgment on them. Yeah, that's how people are, and. Uh, uh, and you are kind of, you know. but uh, I was talking to an old man once at a bar. You know, there's that uh, myth of the old man at the bar that's wise and he's there because he has a broken heart. But old people, old people don't care. If you say, "Hey, remember that woman from 40 years ago?" They're like, "Ah, Ruth." You know, they maybe they went there because of Ruth, but they stayed there for the booze, and uh, they're not wise. They'll be talking to you, and then you hear this atrocious noise, and it's uh, the it's the flow of urine hitting the carpet underneath their bar chair. <laughs> I've had that. Oh, that's a good reason. I go, maybe this guy isn't as wise as I thought. <laughs> he doesn't understand. He's pissing himself as he speaks. Which <laughs> is a fundamental thing you need to know as a human. Yeah, I it takes think. away the credibility of your of the aphorisms you're spouting. Time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, How long have you been sober? Or uh, do you say sober? Yeah, 2009. Oh, long. Okay. Yeah, so nine years. And um, I feel at some point uh, they should change the rules so you're recovered, not recovering. And I, um, I'm trying to talk to the commissioners, and I'm proposing a 100-year gap. If you're 100 years old, You've recovered. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you could start drinking. Well, we 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 don't really uh, we don't really buy into the old AA. Thing. Oh, you don't. No, I. I oh, always, you don't. I always start. I notice you don't have AA talk. You don't have no, AA I, words. No, I actually start a podcast by saying my name's Lee Davy. I'm not an alcoholic, and I refuse to be anonymous. Oh, interesting. Because because anonymity helps everybody in this room, by me and you, Norm. I would say we probably get on ten two hands, right? people who don't drink, right? That tells me there's a problem in you the world. Drink. How many people don't drink? Oh, there's three of us. There's three of us. No, you're saying like table. probably one in a hundred don't drink. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that tells me that there's a belief system issue in the world, right? Yeah. Um, that, and, and they won't even, if I start, if we start talking to them about like alcohol, it's like, yeah. you know, fucking laugh, except, yeah, 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 I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's like, it's like going to a vegan conference and the guy going up to Rich Roll and saying, 
hey, dude, what you said about not eating animals is absolutely fantastic, and they're in the line uh, for the cafeteria and uh, the order to stay. You know, that, that's what you'll get. Yeah, 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 yeah so, no, absolutely. So, yeah, and anonymity helps breed that belief system, I feel. Because if you, you're, you're not willing to talk about it. And that's why you talking to me today is super important, because yeah. if you're standing in society, people can look at you and go, oh, wow. I, I can be successful and not your Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there used to be a... When you talk about the creative process, that, that's really big. Because, mm. I mean, Bill Maher always goes like, without drugs, there wouldn't be the Beatles. And you're like, no, no, just because the Beatles did drugs doesn't mean anything. That means... That means uh, the greatest musicians in the world would be guys doing glue on the corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just happens to be a correlation. But obviously, most alcohol, most drunks are not creative at all. You know? So it's just that, that it's like you say, most people drink alcohol. Therefore, most creative people drink alcohol. I, I think they don't realize what they're capable of. So so let's say... Let's say you probably achieved stardom as a drinker. So then you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, this works. But you don't realize that you can get even better if you don't drink because you've never experienced it, apart from when you were a child and you can't remember. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And for sure, like, uh, I mean, I know a stand-up because you go to a club, you drink with everybody. So uh, so the stand-up, and then, like you say, you get that in your head. You love superstitions, you know. It's funny, no one's religious, but everyone's superstitious. <laughs> I don't believe in God, but I won't go on the 13th floor. You're like, <laughs> but, uh, um, so they they just, yeah, since they drink and they're creative, they think there's some sort of correlation, but it's absurd. Especially if you're on stage and you're drinking and you're telling a joke oh, and everyone's yeah. fucking cheering you on. You're bound to oh, be yeah, thinking yeah. to yourself, whoa, yeah. when I get pissed, I'm fucking Superman. There is a, a weird thing about socialization, too, like we were talking about. If you're not drinking and everyone else is, they don't like you. So as a stand-up, sometimes, if it's a real tough, usually if it's tough, it's because they're drunk. That's yeah, because yeah, they they're have, out of control. They don't understand, you know, they're not in the right headspace. So I've had times where the only way to get out of it is to drink. You go, give me a shot. <laughs> and then you drink a shot and everyone applauds. I mean, no wonder people get... That's what's real trouble when it becomes part of your persona. You know, like I've known guys, Sam Kinison was my favorite stand-up. And he, you know, he was real nice to me when I first started. He let me open for him. But it became part of his persona was the drink and the drug. So he, and, and, and the other drugs other than alcohol. And so when he went, everywhere he went, here's some vodka. Then he started drinking vodka on stage. And then... Uh, you know, for someone where it becomes actually part of your persona, then your public, your fans, are enabling. Yeah. We, we had a bat in Montenegro. Wow. I'm not fucking kidding you. It was, And it wasn't just a bat, Norm. It yeah. was a fucking Batman-sized bastard bat. <laughs> right? Honestly. And, and he was flying around. And these poker players, none of them would fucking budge. Uh, and I'm... That's That's why he's going to eat my blood. No, I'm, I take you that. ever seen a guy have a heart attack at the table and die? No. I thought he's cursed. Because they play. You know, they keep playing. They just wait. It depends on how long they wait. <laughs> no, thank you, time. Really appreciate it. That was fun, it. man.